School might teach us ways to manage stress, but it doesn't tell you what to do when you're feeling stressed or why the stress is happening or, or yeah, what, to or do what stress even feels like or looks like in people. This course makes you feel like everything is completely normal to feel any certain way. And that instead of trying to mask it or hide it, you're just allowed to be. Those are the voices of Olivia and Simone, two sisters who are Toronto students. And over the summer, these girls took part in a program that is trying to teach young students how to process their own feelings and emotions before they become a crisis. And obviously, we talk about mental health a lot. It's certainly more mainstream now and accepted. And of course, we've become uh, more accepting of this because there's been an, ex an explosion of mental health suffering over the last few years, and certainly in children. And schools do have teachers and guidance counselors where kids can turn to for support, but there is no comprehensive program in our school that zeroes in on kids' mental health and to make sure that not only do the kids understand how to process their emotions before they get into the crisis, but also their parents. They don't know either. My next guest wants to fix this. He lost his 14-year-old daughter, Maddie, to suicide. And through that loss, he does want to help parents and kids. And so he worked over the summer with this organization, putting 80 kids and parents through these uh, programs at school, zeroing in on, you know, getting mechanisms in hand and learning the signs before a crisis hits. Chris Coulter is co-executive director of HowAreYouFeeling.org. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Alex, thanks for having me. Your goal um, and really mission is in the memory of your young young daughter to get this program into the curriculum. Before I start, tell me about Maddie. What was it about Maddie in crisis and you and as a parent? Take us back to that moment of, of what happened um, in what is only a devastating loss for any parent. Well, I guess... Maddie was probably not what you would consider the stereotypical child with mental health issues. Um, she, like a lot of kids, they, they deal with a lot of trauma. In our case, it was a divorce that happened, mm -hmm. um, moving to a new school, new friends. Um, and it's, uh, she, was, she was someone who is absolutely... Uh, stood up to stood up to bullies. Um, was the friend of the friendless. She was right. just a really spirited kid, uh, really popular. So there's not like she was bullied or anything along that line. So, uh, but it's something that over time it manifests into bigger feelings, and and that's what happened with Maddie. Unfortunately, uh, she she spent a lot of time under medical supervision, but. Uh, ultimately, as parents, we can do everything in our ability, but we don't hold that ultimate card as to uh, how, how she chooses to live or, or not live her life. And in Maddie's um, memory and certainly following her passing, you really kind of adopted you know, that and took it into a mission where you want to make sure that other parents um, have 
you know, the tools that maybe you didn't have to know when that crisis is going to hit a, a, a crisis point or even teaching kids how to know what that crisis point looks like or how to avoid even reaching it. And so you're involved with this organization, HowAreYouFeeling.org, which teaches, I guess, 33 evidence-based emotional concepts to adolescents. And so how did this work? And over the summer, what were you doing with these children and their parents? So we have 24 30-minute episodes as part of our program. It was, it was all developed by uh, two creators, um, Bob Calvert and uh, Janice um, Berger, a very uh, renowned psychotherapist. And they, they just felt that there wasn't enough of this stuff being taught, um, taught in, in schools. And it was a, an essential skill that, was, that needed to be. Um, talk to kids. So what we what we did, um, kids they they participated in our volunteer research program. They had to go through the the program, and ultimately we sat down with them uh, four times through the sessions, and they gave us their honest honest feedback because we said we wanted it to be as engaging and educational yet entertaining as possible. And the feedback we got from them was phenomenal. And, and, and initially, a lot of the kids signed on because, oh, I'm going to get some volunteer hours for this. But ultimately, they walked away with such an enriched understanding of their emotions. And mm-hmm. as you heard Simone and Olivia uh, at the beginning of the segment, it, it, it literally it, it impacted their lives. Yeah, no question about it. And certainly there is a need um, you know, throughout this pandemic, especially with what kids have been through. And, and they're up against different barriers than we were when we were young, whether it's, um, you know, cyberbullying, you know, iPhone, the pressures. I mean, it can be pretty relentless. So your goal is to get this into as, you know, part of the curriculum, which is never an easy thing to do. I think most people say, well, we've got supports in schools. Why do we need this? And so how is this different and, and more evolved than, let's say, what is offered in schools now? Well, I think uh, as as we are getting the feedback from the kids, they're they're telling us, you know what, they may have an assembly uh, to right. discuss mental health. They may they may discuss stress and how to potentially deal with it, which ultimately is how you can get better marks. Um, but it doesn't dig into the core the core emotions, the the stuff that kids are really feeling and really dealing with on a day to day basis. Um, so we, we, we get, we get into some of the ugly stuff and, and we do it in a way that is entertaining because we, we utilize, um, clips from movies and television and we wrap narration around it and the kids are able to relate to it because they're, they're, they're looking at it from the vantage point of, of some of their favorite characters on TV. Right. Quickly, because uh, I don't ever have enough time for these conversations, Chris, what was the reaction of parents? Were they surprised by the takeaway? Um, it's interesting. Uh, they were, a lot of them were over, over, overwhelmed as to yeah. how, impact, how impacted they were, their kids were impacted. Um, and, and the problem is, as parents, we just don't, we were, we were brought up, I was anyway, to, mm-hmm. to bury a lot of our emotions. So sure. are, we the right, are we the right ones to be teaching our kids about emotional awareness? I would probably say not. So um, it's a one-of-a-kind program. It's, it's incredibly powerful, um, and you really don't get the true impression of what it's like until, until you actually see it. 
And, and that's, that's been the power of the takeaway so far. Nonetheless, it is a conversation that is uh, much longer than one segment. We will have this conversation again, Chris. I very much appreciate your time, as I know that this is uh, something that you really want to get into the curriculum and certainly in front of parents and kids. So we'll talk again. Appreciate your time on this. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. That is Chris Coulter, co-executive director. The organization, if you want more information, is howareyoufeeling.org. And uh, again, it's a pretty impressive program, and certainly the need is there. Um, And and so I think it offers a pretty interesting, more of a a deep dive into avoiding the crisis. Don't even get to the crisis. So we'll, we'll continue that conversation.